Hi, y'all. Well, welcome to the next episode of Beaver Pod News Flash. I'm Lucy Grieve, and I'll be running through what's been happening in the last month, and uh, hopefully, you'll find this a useful sum up. So, to start with our nurses, on the 14th of November, Beaver held its first nurse committee meeting. They met to discuss what issues need addressing for nurses in our equine veterinary industry. And this included CPD, Schedule 3 procedures, how to enhance the sense of community and camaraderie for these individuals and how employment packages for nurses vary from employer to employer. We also found out that veterinary nurses will now be able to study at Aberystwyth University from 2024, with the first cohort being expected in September of that year. The RCVS has announced that it's delaying the debate on undercare proposals. Officials have said that they need more time to consider the findings of the consultation that they've had with professionals, owners and industry stakeholders. So we need to watch that space. In the world of welfare, Red Wings has been named Equestrian Business Ward's Charity of the Year. So congratulations to them. And Scotland has announced that it's planning to ban greyhound racing. The Thoroughbred Breeders Association, the TBA, have released their new welfare guidelines, which can be found on their website. And this includes updates on how to safeguard the welfare of horses being prepared for sale at public auction. The Sports Horse Welfare Foundation announces Dr David Marlin as their first president. The Sports Horse Welfare Foundation is a not-for-profit, non-political member organisation that supports the use of horses for sport and leisure activities. It aims to undertake studies that will generate data to support evidence-informed approaches to sport horse management and training, which in turn can help inform practice and improve sport horse health, performance and welfare. World Horse Welfare held their 25th conference this month, a world-class gathering which tackled the complex question of when does use become abuse? It was chaired by our very own ex-Beaver Council member, Neil Hudson, and speakers discussed the difficulties in addressing this conundrum where it applies from a working equid in a developing country through to a five-star eventer. We had accounts from those at the coalface on both these worlds, and the closing address from Her Royal Highness the Princess Royal was excellent, and the summing up from our Beaver Treasurer, Roly Owers, really did bring to a close a fantastic day. If you want to watch it, it was all recorded and can be watched back in full by visiting the World Horse Welfare website. On the 23rd of November, we had a clinical catch-up where Beaver's council member Imogen Burrows and Roxanne Curtin and Kirsty Withnall from the RSPCA discussed how to deal with welfare call-outs. So please do go and have a look at that on the Beaver website. You never know when you might need that information if you haven't had to deal with welfare call-outs before. They often happen at a time when you're least prepared for them. On Tuesday, Mary Smith ran an excellent Beaver-approved course at the Rowley Mile Racecourse in Newmarket titled Accountability for Equine Welfare Within the Sport Horse Industry. It was an interesting debate uh, with presentations from multiple experienced individuals who have um, been part of this debate throughout their careers 
where they discussed the regard for equine welfare and how we will undoubtedly see increasing restrictions imposed on equine sports and some of the disciplines may be lost forever. So it's time for us as individuals and as a profession to think about and debate this issue as much as we can. Otherwise, we might find that others have done it without us. Following the slightly um, concerning lack of five litre fluid bags that we have been suffering as, uh, as an industry, DECRA and at some point Animal Care have now um, been able to announce that they can happily supply five litre fluids with an SIC, so that's a special import certificate um, from elsewhere in Europe. So you get in touch with your reps, those fluids should be back in stock now. And meanwhile, the VMD have released the latest medicines update, which includes two products used in equine, buscapan, compositum and oftocycline eye ointment. So please do go and look at those. And a new marketing authorisation for an injectable xylazine product called Xylex. On the infectious diseases front, the uh, Vet Times reported that APHA's Weybridge High Hindquarters, no, <laughs> Headquarters, tell I've been an equine vet for too long, um, is at risk of major breakdown following years of poor management and underinvestment. DEFRA spokesperson has said significant funding and work is already underway to upgrade its laboratories and ensure we are protected from these diseases in the future. They've probably been struggling, I should think, with the avian flu epidemic. Um, but in equine world, we've thankfully not suffered something as serious as that for a while. But West Nile virus case was confirmed in Hertfordshire, which um, is purely a timely reminder, really, for vets and owners to vaccinate their horses against West Nile virus if they are taking them abroad into countries that are known to have that disease present. Um, sadly, it's understood the case didn't survive, um, but it had contracted West Nile virus whilst competing in Spain. So the disease was contracted elsewhere, not within the UK. And I would urge you all to have a look at the website um, equinesurveillance.org. That's where the Equine Infectious Disease Surveillance um, publishes all its information. You can follow their Twitter account there as well. And you can sign up for the Telltale Alert Service. There really is a, a wealth and abundance of um, information there and you'll be able to keep abreast of it all as it happens. In fact, they also have Facebook and Instagram accounts, so far away on following those too. Which leads us nicely to flu vaccine availability, which is returning to normal. The recent flurry of cases is a pertinent reminder that unvaccinated horses and ponies pose the greatest risk for an outbreak as has been seen with horses arriving from the recent Irish horse sales and the Shetland pony sale that hit the news. We need to return to and stick to six monthly vaccinations where possible, so we are urging all vets to spread that word to their owners. Then there is also the new Strangles vaccine that's been announced. DECRA has brought out Strangvac, which um, would be worth discussing with your reps and wholesalers. This looks to be the Strangles vaccine that we've all been waiting for. In terms of antimicrobials, we have seen Antimicrobial Awareness Week from the 18th to 24th of November, where Beaver offered a free CPD course for nurses and a webinar for vets. 
Bruce Bladen described current antibiotic use in equine practice. Victoria South considered the use of highest priority critically important antimicrobials and Bettina Dunkel described strategies to reduce antimicrobial use. A recording of the webinar is available and it's free for both members and non-members. I think it's worth mentioning that beavers worked tirelessly on this subject for some time now and last month in October produced an excellent transatlantic equine clinic which discussed antimicrobial use so go back and have a look at that um, on, on the beaver website. I believe even Bruce was taught a thing or two um, about his antimicrobial usage on there too. <laughs> in other veterinary news, an Australian firm called Hum Group have launched a financial system here in the UK for small animal pet owners to pay for veterinary fees, which raises an interesting question as to whether more ways of financing veterinary costs outside of traditional insurance, such as credit options or payment schemes, might become an option for horse owners here too. News from the RCVS includes a day that they are hosting on the 7th of December at the Royal College of Surgeons in London, where they are looking to explore clinical career pathways for the future. They've announced the full programme and the overall aim of the day is how veterinary career pathways could be enhanced to improve accessibility and flexibility with discussions on the advanced practitioner status. The RCVS Mind Matters initiative are also running some mental health training this coming month for ambulatory and rural vets. So please look at their website if you're interested. And in other equestrian news, this week is British Equestrians Equine Health Week 2022, where they have got a jam-packed schedule of education and resources that are being brought to you by industry-leading vets. This is aimed at owners, but is useful for vets to take on board and utilise in sharing it with their clients. Um, the Equine Infectious Diseases Advisory Group has been involved in producing the information. So please look on the social media accounts of British Equestrian and share those posts that you see and find useful. And then in podcast world, the latest Eve podcast is now available online. In this episode, Fernando Malalana discusses corneal neoplasia. Eve is looking for two volunteers to contribute to their podcast until 2023. So please get in touch if you are keen to get involved with that. The TBA has also released a podcast discussing equine welfare from sales preparation to end of life care which sees Olivia May, James Crowhurst and Kate Sigworth review the TBA's equine and sales welfare guidelines. Meanwhile, BeaverPod has released two episodes in November in our new BeaverPod Life series, where we discuss areas of our profession outside of the clinical setting. I've kicked off with interviewing Senior Vice President Hugh Griffiths about the recruitment and retention issues that we're experiencing and how his survey results can be put to good use. Then the second podcast released this month is a recording from Beaver Congress where our council member Kate Blakeman reviews the current state of affairs with careers in the equine veterinary profession. Watch this space for more episodes and get in touch if you have any podcast ideas that you'd like to see come to life. And then just to round up some of the Beaver news this month, we were very sorry to hear the passing of Sven Cold. He was a Beaver member, brilliant vet, an expert witness and a giant of the veterinary profession, as had been said in his obituary online. He was filled with 
a lot of knowledge and more than a little mischief. He'll be sorely missed by all who knew him. And then this month, um, AAP have held their 68th annual convention in San Antonio, Texas. This occurred last week and saw our president, Dave Rendell, who was invited to speak about the plight of horses in Ukraine. Dave expressed his gratitude for the support of AAP, the foundation and for the partnership and friendship that Beaver and AP have. If you're keen to attend AP next year, it's being held in the sunny city of San Diego, California, from November the 29th to December the 3rd. And I'm led to believe you could tie your trip in with the National Rodeo Finals in Las Vegas and the Breeders' Cup, which is being held at Santa Anita that year. Don't forget, wherever you're booking or buying anything, such as airport parking, where I've just saved £40, Beaver membership includes some excellent member benefits which are brought to you by PG Mutual so please go to the website or on the Beaver Buddy app to look through your Beaver member benefits. Meanwhile the Beaver office has been busy preparing the coming month's CPD offerings for December. We have the following courses and events. On the 1st of December we've got two offerings. Beaver approved course Pregnant Mare and Foal 3, which is a series of courses, is online, so you can sign up for those. Then we also have the clinical catch-up on poor performance, which is also online. Then on the 6th of December, the Advanced Reproduction Discussion Forum takes place online. And the 8th of December, we have another of the Beaver-approved Pregnant Mare and Foal 3 series and also on the 8th, Acute Equine Medicine taking place online. So go to the website and have a look at those courses and sign up for them when you can. That's all for now, folks. And I'll see you for a roundup of December's news in a month's time. And look out for the other podcasts in the meantime. I wish you a happy start to the beginning of the festive month and see you all soon. This episode of BeaverPod was produced by Beaver. For more details on the benefits of your Beaver membership and the products and services offered, please go to our website at www.beaver.org.uk.